0: Today's podcast is sponsored by Banner of Truth. No. Banner of Truth is an evangelical and reformed non-profit <laughs> publishing house that puts out some of the best historical and modern works from the
1: reformed tradition. Check them out at banneroftruth.org. We aren't serious, but Banner of Truth is very serious, very mm-hmm. legit. We love them and we are honored for them to be our sponsor this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of a church called Redeemer Fellowship. It is in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Candidate at said church. So, uh, said Elder Candidate. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I said, I, said, uh, yeah, say, I didn't say that. I no, said, I said it. Okay, I said that said to you, what are you doing? What's up? What's new? How are you liking the holidays? Holidays, it's actually called, it's Christmas. Well, there's Thanksgiving. You know what, no, I'm, I'm just really tired. There's Thanksgiving um, tired of and liberals
0: Christmas. Holidays Christmas means away. holy days. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, just go, ahead, Let's just go ahead and have a, our winter break. Is that what you want? I'd rather call it a winter solstice.
1: I knew it. Yeah.
0: I knew it. You could tell. I knew it. How you, couldn't you know? How uh, couldn't you know? Uh, you hide it pretty well.
1: Well, I sort of wear all that uh, on my sleeves tattoos mm. lots of obvious markings that are clearly worldly and pagan so yeah you should have known i should have known i should have right.
0: known. no but things are good getting uh gearing up for uh for christmas we're really excited Um gonna be staying around here this year and so hopefully at some point we'll get some time away as a family
1: just us cool how about you what do you guys got going on uh yeah. You know, well we got Christmas. Christmas has fallen on a Sunday. Yeah, I know I, I already said that. No, but Christmas it's falling coming. on a Sunday. That's oh, my point. See? Yeah. It's falling on a Sunday. So that's so cool. Does that mean we have no church? Oh yeah. We suspend all uh, all of the Lord's commands. Uh when any uh you know any Hallmark holiday that comes out Basically, up, we say, Yeah, if it falls it on done. a Sunday, then God has to take a back seat to all of our other interests.
0: Well thank you, Jesus, for allowing us this. Thank um, you,
1: you for do. putting for putting us first and letting us put ourselves first. That's what you're saying. Yes, but I, I can't even like make a joke about yeah, this no, conscious feeling of. No, here's what we do we usually do a Christmas Eve service. Yes. And then we have a, a regular Sunday service. Mm-hmm. But when it falls, when Christmas falls on a Sunday, we are sure we are very careful to protect the Lord's Day, Sunday, the day when God uh, calls us to gather together in worship. Uh, but we will cut. The Christmas Eve service, as much as we enjoy those, that's yeah. not commanded. Yeah, yeah. And so if we want our people to have a break and spend time with their families, then we'll say, like, all right, well, there you go, Christmas Eve, enjoy it, mm-hmm. and uh, relax, and um, Christmas Day, let's gather together for worship. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward so to that. So does that mean then, like, for you guys, do you do
0: kind of the Christmas morning festivities the night before, or do you wait till after you get back from church?
1: Well, we do a little bit of both. We do a little bit uh, Christmas Eve and then um, we have family over after church on uh, Sunday. Nice. Yeah. Okay. It'll be good. fun.
0: It'll be good. I wasn't invited.
1: No. No, no, no. Because.
0: <laughs> but why? No, no. I'm, I actually, like, uh, you said family is coming over yeah. afterwards. But, yeah, family. And I'm i I'm Me family. and
1: familia. I'm, I'm part of through familia. Yeah. Ooh. I didn't, so, like, I didn't know you could be that fluent. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of Spanglish. Oh, really? I am fluent yeah. in the Spanglish. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but hold on. Okay. What? I'm kind of hurt that I wasn't invited. Well, I, I, listen, I would have invited you if I didn't already have the Aldridges and the Willies and the Malcolms coming over. So wait but... a second. Hold on. Hold on. At the Warfords. No. So you're you're inviting?
0: Okay. So you've invited everybody else that's part of the elder team except well, for the two elder candidates. Pretty much, yeah.
1: Because you know, there's difference. I don't even know what to say yeah, about so, that. You know, are you like,
0: seriously like yeah. you invited them and not us?
1: I, well, I can't invite everybody, can I? Yeah, you can. Jesus didn't hang out with everybody the same, did he? But he had 12 friends and I thought we were oh, close. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, man, thought, like, I thought I was one of the 3 You're out there with like, um, like, uh, like Matthias. You're like, you're out there. No you're, you're you one remembers who that is. Why are you going to sit here and you're like, like. You're like Bartholomew. And then I got Peter, James, and John, you know. Just no, that's not even... Ain't nobody coming over to my house on Christmas Day. It's just family. Well, then why do you, why do you make me feel like oh, I was missing were, out? Because you were going on about how you were upset that I didn't uh, invite you. All right, we got we to gotta focus here. People don't want to hear this stuff. You always say that, but I think you're wrong. I don't know. I heard from through the grapevine that there are a couple of ladies out there that are like, I wish they would skip the banter oh, and get right, right to <laughs> the stuff. Well, guess what, ladies? Well, we ain't going to skip that banter. No, we're just going to talk. That's called the JoFo. Oh, in fact... Uh, that's the JoFo difference. From now on... All banter. All banter. Someone would call it a rant. That's all we're going to do. You know, not very happy. We're we're, we're, we're we're going to be be, angry rant. Yeah, we'll be angry. Oh, angry
0: rant. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But you know what, though? Uh,
1: Let's get back to topic. All right. We we never even started. What are we talking about?
0: (sighs) What are we talking about? Hold on. We're
1: talking about judging. Judging. He's got to look it up. And we're really good at this. Yeah. Well, that's why we don't have to research. Oh yeah, exactly. We yeah. got we got this down pat. So when you're, when you're so good like, at judging.
0: So exactly. So like, what are your five steps, Joe, to judging
1: people more critically? Well, uh, there's only one step. Oh, what's that? I just compare them to myself,
0: and then you judge them. Yeah, for if not they not matching up to if, your expectations. If I
1: sense that they might be better than me, then my inferiority complex kicks in, and then I will invent something wrong with them, mm-hmm. and just pronounce them judged. And then if they are Inferior. I'm doing quotes right now. inferior." If I see them as inferior, oh yeah, then I just I list and prioritize all of their deficiencies, I catalog them in my brain, and then I determine which one would be most painful for them to be confronted with, and then I throw it right in their face. That's how I do it.
0: One all right, step. All right. One step. One step. So, Joe, then how would you define judging? Let's give a broader, like a very broad, right, overarching right. definition.
1: Yeah, because I mean, judging. Um, Really, biblically, judging is uh looked at it in a couple of different ways. Mm-hmm. To judge someone is to assess or to evaluate um, or to measure a person, yeah, but there is another sense in which a person is judged by pronouncing judgment or a curse upon mm-hmm. them um, where you devalue them in light of your own. Um, preconceived ideas or expectations. Okay, I think it can go. It can go in different ways. And in short, we're going to talk about you know bad judgment and good judgment mm-hmm. because that's there's really two ways the scripture presents it. You can do this poorly, or you can do it well. But I, I would say that judgment essentially comes down to some kind of uh, moral, spiritual assessment of someone, and that can be done either good or bad. So then, how has people taken judging? Kind of in
0: a uh, negatively, I guess. Like, how would you, like, when we when we say that word judging, we're really kind of looking at it in a critical way, saying, "Oh, that's that's always negative." Because you right. mentioned good and don't bad. judge me. Don't judge me. So why is it that judging or judgment gets this, I guess for lack of a better word, bad rap?
1: I think. Well, I I don't know all the answers to that, but I I I think that because. We are, uh, at least we like to consider ourselves, in in, in Western culture at least, Mm -hmm. we like to consider ourselves enlightened and evolved and tolerant um, to such a degree that we don't pronounce any kind of moral evaluation upon another person, Uh, whatever floats your boat right? Whatever's your thing, Mm -hmm. like that's your thing. If it's good for you or if it's true for you, that's great. It's not true for me or it's not good for me. Um, We don't want to generally evaluate or assess other people's quality of beliefs or lifestyle or whatever, maybe because we don't want them to do the same to us. We don't want there to be some kind of um, standard Mm -hmm. that people can appeal to that would put us in a bad light or in a bad way. I think that there is a there is a, a basic commonly held belief that um, I want to be okay with what I'm doing and I want everybody else to be okay with what I'm doing. So I can't really be mm-hmm. frustrated with what someone else is doing in their lives. So I, I think it's because we don't want to um, be held accountable. We don't like yeah. the idea of a moral objective standard. Uh, but that's not all of it.
0: Yeah, I wonder if the other part of it though is that um, we've had unfortunately in the church we're really good at judging we're really mm-hmm. good at being critical and we really uh beat people up because of it and i wonder if sometimes people are just uh that's all they see they don't right. see that good judgment that you're talking about a loving judgment or a loving rebuke let's see can i use that word sure a loving rebuke um all they get is critical yeah just just critical
1: yeah I, th- I think there's been in in religious circles uh, in, in a number of different circles right uh, uh, people are backbiting they are being mean to each mm-hmm. other they're kind to your face but they'll stab you in the back well what's that one saying right the Christian army is the only one that shoots its, that shoots its wounded right right and so I I think that that the, some of that's fair um, people have been hurt and beaten up and uh, by people who claim the name of Christ mm-hmm. and they're weary or they're fatigued, or they're disillusioned. You know, the Bible says in James chapter 4, do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? All right, so James, the brother of Jesus, the, the half-brother of Jesus, he he um, you know, he, he lays this out for us in a way that most people kind of appreciate, right? Most people like this idea, Christian and not. They're like, yeah, we shouldn't speak evil about one yeah. another. Don't judge people. God is the judge. Only God can judge me. Well, when people say that, I don't know that they really believe that. I don't think most people really believe that God's going to judge them for what they do, because if they really believe that, if we really believe that, we'd be a little more circumspect. We'd be a little more careful with the things that we do and the choices that we make. There'd be a lot more repentance and, and giving thought to what, our actions
0: and thoughts right, can, can manifest. Yeah, into. before
1: and after, just like you're saying. I, I think it would be. There would be true sorrow and regret um, following a lot of our decisions. But we like this idea, okay, so we don't speak evil against one another, and we, we think that that somehow means that there isn't a place to challenge one another mm. morally, um, that there isn't a place to say, what you've done is wrong and, and you should repent. Now, there, of course, there are ways in which we can even do the right thing in the wrong way. And we will talk about that when we talk about good judging, but one of the ways in which we judge improperly—well, let's talk about that. How? What are some of the ways in which we judge improperly? So, there's—if we're talking about this bad kind of judgment, speaking mm-hmm. evil against one another, uh, and you know, people generally appreciate that perspective in its most simple form. Yeah. Do not judge, lest you be judged. Yeah. Right, Jesus yep. said. What are some of the ways in which we judge wrong or judge sinfully? Well, I think
0: um, personal expectations upon another. So it's not, it's not a biblical standard. It's not like a, a, uh, a measure of godliness or, you know, it's not something that we find in scripture that God calls us to, to live in holiness, but it's, a, it's personal. It's, well, hold on. These are the expectations I have on you. Uh, don't drink don't smoke cigars don't have tattoos right like these are these are personal um expectations that we put on or or we judge people they didn't do they didn't take care of that task the way i would have done it myself sure so i'm going to judge them look down upon them uh for not doing it the way i would have done it
1: when it's not necessarily a biblical absolute exactly, I mean, exactly. and we all fall into that you know we all i mean all of us judge people inappropriately mm-hmm. and that might be the most common way I, I find myself when somebody likes something that i really don't like I'm, I'm almost like frustrated how so like okay so today i went to the cigar shop and i'm trying to work i got i got work to do man so mm-hmm. i go to the cigar shop so i'm trying to work what are you looking at me like that for no actually i thought it was going to be about something else but go no, ahead no. so i go to the cigar shop and i'm like i just i'm just gonna i'm just gonna sit down. And I'm going to work. So I go in there and um, old man Don is in there, right? Now, Don's a real sweet guy mm-hmm. and uh, playful. Uh, just really nice, very kind, he, gives cigars yeah. away. One just... time he set himself on fire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't, oh. <laughs> Don, one time he fell asleep with a cigar in his mouth and it, and it dropped to his shirt. And Jimmy's watching Jimmy's watching this whole time, going, that, "That he's gonna burn himself." And while Jimmy is watching, the guy's shirt. You're making it sound like I'm like I was slow to act. No, 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 no Jimmy wasn't. Jimmy, <sighs> Jimmy was Batman. Uh, Jimmy's watching oh like this, that thing, and suddenly, the, the, Don's shirt catches on fire, and he stays asleep. And then what do you do? I went and started smacking his chest. <laughs> I'm,
0: like, I'm like trying to pat it all I'm like. And he's like, and I'm sitting there going, I'm so sorry, Don. And he's like waking up like, what the heck's going on? I'm like, your shirt's on fire. Why is this big
1: man push, pushing my chest? I don't know <laughs> he's got this hole in his shirt. <laughs> and for the rest of the day, he didn't care. He's like, I got my hole in my shirt. Yeah, I got my yeah. hole. It's a so, badge of honor for you. Right. So I come in. All I want to do is sit down and work. Now, Poor Don, uh, Don <laughs> though, but Don, like a lot of the old timers, they turn that TV up. And, and not just up, though. No, like uh, to 11. Two, they they wait, turn what? it all the way up. Is that as 11 up? Yeah. My TV
0: goes up to 80.
1: Okay. Is that uh, a saying? This is a spinal tap, re- spinal tap reference. <coughs> yeah, that, these go so, to 11. I get okay, it. Go. There you go. So um, they have it all the way up. So he and he, and I don't notice it first because it's a scene. They're watching like Hidden Tiger Crouching Dragon or something. That's a great movie. Okay. No, it's not. Yes, it but, is. Oh, my God. Oh, no, stop it's it. It's so lame. No, so, it is not. You don't even know it, what you're talking about. And so of. all I know is, is that when they're talking, it's super quiet. But as soon as they start Chao fighting. Chao Young Fat. Is
0: that the guy's it.
1: I don't know but I usually order that when Jen and I go out for Oh, stop what? it. What? I think that's stop what it's called. It. I don't know. So listen. It was uh so loud. He had Chul so Yun Fat, thought. there he is. And I could I just couldn't. It was just impossible. So why am I talking about that? Uh, because you were oh, judging him. That's why. So so I'm sitting there and I'm watching. he is enthralled. He's standing he hasn't. he can't even sit down. He's watching this movie. That movie's Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon is a fantastic oh, film. Oh my gosh. And I'm watching him, and in my heart I'm going, look at this guy. Watching that movie, liking it. I love it. Okay, but the point is, is that. that let, you're wrong. Okay, that Okay, is. Let, let's, let's say that, it, okay, so once a year I'm about wrong. So let's say this is that one time a year I'm wrong. Oh my gosh. And, but in <laughs> my so heart, humble. right, in my heart, there's the, it's a really bad thing. It's a really sinful yeah. thing. I'm looking at him, and I like him. I'm looking at him, and I'm in my heart. I'm not really verbalizing it, but I'm feeling this like, what a dope. He likes that dumb movie.
0: I've never seen this side of you. I don't even... Oh, know you, how, This
1: is every... Oh this is the gosh. only side to me. No, of course, course you know this. You've always been angry, but I've never
0: seen this side where you would go and judge someone just based upon that they're enjoying something that you don't oh, enjoy. yeah.
1: I'm just like, look at this guy. Wow. I,
0: I don't even know if I can hang out with you anymore.
1: Oh, no, you can't.
0: I mean, well, Jesus... You make fun of me all the time for... Uh, now, so let me ask you this. Okay. All those times you make fun of me for the things I enjoy... Are you judging me for those oh, things?
1: Let, <laughs> let, me, let me. Okay, let me. Let me. Let me clarify. Yes. Oh <laughs> me, I you, can't believe you. You watch like Step Up, Dance Three, or whatever it was. And oh yeah. You know what? They were back at it. That I was the tagline. I'm just like, why would he like that? Because Jimmy, listen. You're cool. You're like my closest friend. Like I just like I don't understand how. Can you like that? Because it's I just, just, there's a lot you of You know good, what? Okay. It's embarrassing. No, it's, it's not. Embarrassing for you, not for me. And I'm not embarrassed. No, but by you it. should be.
0: Why? I enjoy these movies because uh, my wife
1: enjoys but them. But that's I, what I do in my heart. What I'm admitting is, is like, there is this. So bad let me get this straight. You are judging
0: me because I enjoy the movies that my wife enjoys. No, and I actually I want talked to her about partake. that. She would
1: have rather. I frequently talked to your wife about the movies you take her to. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. We, it would have been better to go somewhere else. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Maybe Pixels. Want to talk about that? Pixels, the movie Pixels that you took her to see. Oh, first of all, yeah. oh really? Pixels, Pixels was like, great. Mm-hmm. That's not well. That's not the impression that I got from your wife. Pixels? Yeah. What'd she say? Uh, I think she she implied that she would rather have gone to see a different movie. That what I suggested. movie? What was the movie? I don't suggesting? remember. I don't remember. I remember this one. Yeah. I
0: took her to Pixels because she couldn't handle that movie. Uh, I don't think so.
1: So here, listen. My my and Pixels point, was great. Uh, the, Adam Sandler did a fantastic job in that. film. Oh, Miss man, Adam Sandler is the. Um, Wow, the auteur of the ages, isn't he? He is just, <laughs> he is the guy that makes the best. He's so silly. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So what I'm trying, say, what my, I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is, Get is that there is, there is in us this. This disrespectful, dismissive attitude towards other people who yes. differ from us or who like, even just like things or appreciate things or believe things that are different from us that we don't like, and we will cast them aside as if they don't matter. And, of course, you can treat them the same and you can be polite, but that's not the point. Like, the sin is in the heart. The murder is in the heart. Yeah, I mean, is it that, is is part of it that we
0: don't like the fact that they're joyful like that they're enjoying something
1: i'm sure i'm sure that's a lot i'm sure that's a part of it for some people it's always pride yeah it's always arrogance it's always elitism now it it may also be a sense of envy that they're happy and i'm not
0: Oh, okay yeah that's so, what i was trying to get yeah. to
1: was that so there can be i think there are different motives at play here uh there's no doubt that when when i like you know i, I like i know i there's a guy that i listen to um uh, not a non-Christian podcaster, and there, he will start talking about certain things, like um, he'll talk about fantasy football, mm-hmm. and he just hates it, and he dismisses it and talks about it, and he's being funny, but he just puts everyone on blast who plays a fantasy game. He plays real football. He wants to play football. He doesn't want to play fantasy football. And it's the same thing. They're having a little bit of fun with it. yeah. yeah, yeah. Or anybody who likes a superhero movie or anybody who likes any kind of fantasy movies, he just to him it's it's not it's not just not for him it's bad for everybody yeah yeah i think I think there's pride in all of it, sometimes there is envy, sure, and probably a lot of other things so then what's the danger of this
0: bad judgment like if we live there if you know if we settle there, if that is you know who we are is just constantly judging people negatively in that negative sense that you were talking about before uh, or that we're talking about now,
1: what's the danger of that?
0: Well, I mean, I would say, oh, God!
1: Before we answer that, let me, let, I just want to explore this, uh, another angle of this. Like okay. we, we judge wrongly when we are evaluating people based on our own expectations, expectations. right? Um, but we also judge people wrongly when we judge overly harshly, right? So you can have the right standard but yet completely miss the mark of equity oh, that's so good. or compassion by by just putting them on blast and crushing them because they have failed in some way. And mm. we've seen churches do this. We've probably done this. I mean yeah. it, just, it happens. And so I just I just want to clarify there are many ways in which we get judging wrong. Right? So Jesus um, in Matthew 7 he says judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the, med- with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Mm. Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Mm. So a couple of things are just to note before we answer this question that you've asked. One is, is that judgment is still... Supposed to happen according to this verse. You're going. You're judging. You see the speck. You want to help yeah, your brother get it judgment, out. With the judgment, you. Yeah. So you. But but before you get to all of that, you need to have an attitude of humility and sympathy because you probably have bigger problems going on in your own yeah. life that you should be addressing that you haven't been addressing. But you're so inclined to address somebody else's problem that looks smaller. So you deal with your garbage. You deal with your sin. This bigger issue. And as you're dealing with that, then you are more capable of helping somebody else. And then it's what? It's not a pronouncement of judgment as much as it is it may an, an an offer of correction and assistance mm. or help. Yeah. Like I want to help you overcome. It's a different the posture. Problem. Totally. Totally is. So then I guess that danger
0: in part of this is with the negative sense is uh hypocriticalness.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what he says, right? You're a you are a hypocrite. Yeah. You you judge others, but you think that you don't do those things or that you aren't as guilty as they are. And exactly. way exactly. I remember. I heard uh, two famous pastors uh, talking one time on video big. Everybody would know who these guys are. And um, one pastor, Joe Thorne, Jimmy Fowler. No. Because uh, only one of those guys is a pastor. So, um. Uh, oh, oh, you're an elder candidate wow, still. Technically.
0: Wow. So, hold on. I got all. I have all the authority, none of the responsibility. You have, you have none of
1: the authority and all Are you of the responsibility. Me?
0: Are you telling me that when I put something out there with the elders, they don't listen?
1: Oh, they listen. There's oh. just no authority. Oh, there's authority. There's a difference. I have authority. You have credibility. All right. Fair enough. Good yeah. point. So, um. Oh, so these two big wig pastors, like platform pastors, right? big dudes. One guy is sitting there and the other guy is interviewing him. And the interviewing pastor says, you sometimes think of yourself as the worst Christian that you know. You I know, s- know this interview. Yeah, it's it's pretty terrible. So he says, and they're friends, right? He's like, I, I've heard you say this. You You say you're the worst sinner that you know. And this pastor who's being interviewed says, yes, that's true. And the other pastor says, I don't buy that. I don't know how you can think of yourself that way. When I look around and I see people at the church, I know that one committed adultery. That one just got out of prison. And that one did this. And, that, and I didn't do those things. I know that I'm not the worst sinner in the room. Wow. And I appreciate his honesty. He's not trying to pretend, but holy goodness, that, that's a messed up theology. Because and, – and this guy's answer who was being interviewed was like, listen, I know my sins better than I know everybody else's sin. I know how dark my heart is. I don't know how dark their heart is. I can only see some of the things that they've done, but I know that I'm just as guilty as anybody else. That hypocrisy is a part of the problem with this. I think the other part of the problem with judging uh, harshly is that um, it kills love. Mm. um you might have a little bit of love for somebody and the moment you start to entertain a judgmental attitude you are you are squashing love and concern and compassion and interest in them and you are cultivating a a kind of hatred and we don't want to think of it as that but that's what it is it's a hatred which is why i I think prayer is so important right when we're praying
0: for our enemies praying for those that we don't agree with or that um we have issues with because it's hard to to hate someone that you're praying for. I think so, because, I mean, you're praying for God's blessing. You're saying, God, like, yeah, be with them, help them as they're going. And don't pray like, well, let me phrase that. You know, sometimes I pray just kind of God. I hope they see how dumb they're being. Right. There's a place for that. There's a place for that. <laughs> I hope They see how the dumb they're being. And they should agree with me on this issue. Right.
1: But no, I think that and stop sending me texts. We're talking, and you're sending me texts. Because
0: I don't want to say it No, no, it was not, I want it I know. Was not
1: Driscoll you... and Chan. That's okay. not who it was. Well, no, that was not my question. That, that was. Just... You said Driscoll and Chan. No, my other text. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, yeah. do you want to get yogurt after? Oh. No, you didn't. Stop <laughs> that. You made me look. i get yogurt. I'm not a yogurt guy. I'm a full-on ice cream guy. Oh, are you judging me right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. So wait, ice cream. You want to go Ober- overwise? Over Oberweiss? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, th- I think that we've... Uh, when we 're praying for people mm-hmm. uh, there is, i mean the Puritans um, at least many of them uh, you know I think Manton said that pure praying is is a preaching to yourself because you're 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 you know claiming god's promises you're relying on god's promises yeah. you're 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 looking to god's character, and those things um are forming your heart and the way that you interact with and see the people and the situations that you're praying about so I think that is a good way to go to really consider um how we can avoid mm-hmm. judging people wrongly. I think you know when, we're, when we start to talk about judging people wrongly, we think like, okay, there's, there's hypocritical judgment, there's overly harsh judgment, there is unjust judgment. Mm-hmm. There are all these different ways in which we judge sinfully, and Jesus tells us not to do it. The, the Scripture tells yeah. us not to do that over and over again. Um, and I think that part of the solution here is what you said. It's, it's prayer. Um, well, I, hold on. I,
0: I want to talk, though, about the harm
1: in it, though. Because I think though, if you're gonna live like that,
0: there's gonna be something with your heart. Right. There's gonna be a coldness. Because I, I feel like for me, uh, when I have operated in that, I know I'm not only cold to them, and I'm cold to others, but I become cold to God. Why? Because I start that in that whole judgmental realm. I place myself in the seat of God. Right. That. I am the one worthy to make these judgments upon all these people. And subconsciously,
1: you know, it
0: becomes even
1: with God himself saying, Mm -hmm. I know how to judge better than you do. And I, I, I totally agree. And I think part of that necessarily leads us into a works righteousness. Yes. Because we are now measuring people against what we do or have done. And so I'm okay because I haven't done those things, yeah, or I'm okay because I do these things better. I am not
0: like that tax collector over there,
1: exactly, exactly. We know what happens in that parable, right The tax collector is the one that goes home justified not not the pharisee exactly so there's 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 harm that happens um internally, right, for us uh relationally with others, and then uh you know vertically with God, and you know the way that we get out of this, I think we could say has a lot to do with our understanding of who God is and who we are. I mean, that's really—humility is the cure um, for—or maybe we could say the gospel is the cure for um, a judgmental heart because it bears the fruit of humility where you see the greatness of God and the corruption and the smallness of yourself before that God, Mm. where you recognize that I'm no better than anyone else. Um, I'm merely a sinner who has received mercy— um so I, I think we could say that and there are um some other things, but maybe we can talk about um uh, about right judgment. Because if if there is a wrong way to judge that creates great harm, then a right sort of judgment should produce great good. But uh before we do that, um I just want to encourage everybody to check out banneroftruth.com. Com. Bam! Because Banner of Truth is the greatest, maybe maybe the greatest publisher uh, since the 1950s. And what they're doing is, is they are holding a Christmas sale uh, up to 50% off and free shipping if you order more than $50, which is easy. Yeah. So free shipping on books, uh, um, up to 50% off on great titles. You can check out the links in our show notes at DoctrineAndDevotion.com. We want to encourage you guys to be thoughtful when you go there to order. You should go there to order. Many of my books are my favorite books probably. I I would actually say like half of your shelf right here. Like half of your pastoral library that I can see in here is Banner of Truth. Yeah, it's it, and I'm
0: not even including the ones at your house.
1: Yeah, it's we my wife and I have just really benefited from it and we we want you guys to not just go to Band of Truth and pick out some random titles. Think about it. Look at some of the gift sets in particular, the John Flavel gift set. That's that's great. What else is there? Oh, Flavel? What? I thought it was Flav. Flave Flav-a-flav. flavor Flavel? Yeah. Whatever it is, uh that that's definitely a good one. I know what I want. What do you what do you, oh, I know what you're getting?
0: Do you um, let's see. Hold on. Let's see how hmm. much Joe knows me. Yeah. All right, Joe, what am I getting?
1: You're getting 16 volumes. John you're, Owen. Dang. He got me. Of that's the, I, one, I, I'm getting. That's what the getting. one I'm getting. I'm getting it. Yeah. I have to. Yeah, it's really good. It's really important. And I
0: can't beat the deal that they're giving 50% off. I have to do it. It's 50% off and free shipping. Come on. For all for 16 hardback yes, volumes. All no, 16. you You're pointing over, over, over there.
1: Over here, dummy. I was looking over. <laughs> I know you're pointing. No, to Calvin. That's Calvin. John Owen's a green. There's. John well, Owen's dictionary, the Paul, and the
0: letters. You got all these things. I think they that, lots of sense. There's John Owen down there.
1: Yeah, this is commentary on Hebrews. Banner of Truth. Is that pretty good? Banner Truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That completes his works. You got to get the commentary on Hebrews.
0: Are they selling that for
1: 50% off too? I wouldn't think so. We got to check it out. So head over to Banner of mm. and get hooked up. Um, we want you to make the most of it. All right. So what about, what about the good kind of judgment? What are we talking about when we say there is um, a right way to judge? oh Excuse goodness no, cough. sorry you've been coughing all day i know i told you it's rude I, well what do you want me to Why do you i can't it? do anything about it just hold it in i can't just hold it in oh my goodness i what's wrong in? with you You hear me cough on the podcast ever we'll be, oh but are you nope. sick oh yeah, all the time but i just don't oh just hold you're it sick
0: all the time yeah i don't understand what you mean by that
1: what What i mean by what? that you're
0: sick all the time oh i'm diseased look at me just look at my face that's a uh that's a sunken ugly yeah face. Yeah, I look like I've
1: been kicked in the face by a mule.
0: So I think the good kind of judgment is more of a correction. It's it's something that is there to like what do they talk what do they say is iron sharpens iron? Mm-hmm. It's that idea of of um spurring someone on in their faith. And so we've all got areas. Like we've all got rough spots. We've all got um issues and and corrections that need to be made so as brothers and sisters as we come along together in relationship and in love and in humility i think that was the part that you said at the beginning when you're talking about uh the text was at matthew 7 when we come in humility uh we're helping and encouraging our brother and sister to abandon sin and cling to christ
1: yeah yeah and i think you know this matthew 7 says the judge not that you not be judged, but then Jesus says in verse twenty four, "Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment." He tells us to do mm-hmm. it. He says very explicitly, "I want you to judge, but not by appearances. Don't be superficial. Don't be so looking deeper, though, right? Like right. looking
0: deeper. It's not just about the actions, but where's their their heart? Right? Where's the struggle? What's
1: going on? It's is there other things that are going on? Did you just hold in a cough? Yes, I. You did. held in a cough. I held it. Stop. All right, I tried high five. All right. There what? We go. What? You're so cool, man. You
0: suck.
1: <laughs> he high fived himself. I was
0: about to put my hand out. Oh, I'm there. not
1: actually going to high five anybody. That's totally lame. But if, I put if, my hand out, but you If, did you, face. if you would high five somebody, I would totally judge you. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah, man. I mean, we, 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 we judge with, with the a right kind of judgment. So there is a standard to which we do appeal. Sure, thanks. Uh, there is a standard according to which we do. I'm answering a question Jimmy's asking me. Um, and that standard is what, Jimmy? We, we we appeal to the the Scripture, the revelation of God. The, uh, we, we look to that to be our standard. And right judgment, though, I don't think is just being correct on the facts. I think it approaches the issue the way that God approaches. And how, that's right. And how does God approach our sin? How does God approach us in general? Well, he came to us. Like, he came to us in love and in
0: humility. Yeah. And that's right? just... Like just think about that, it's yeah bananas. the God of it's the bananas. universe, the God of the universe, the God that created Ugh. all things, was humbled himself Ugh. and and not just like he came, but he entered into our world, so there's that other part, so humility actually entering in the situation,
1: right, just in love and sacrificially willing to give of himself, right. And what does he do? It says in, like, in Hebrews that he identifies with us. He yes. sympathizes with us. He yes. knows what it is to be tempted. That's the kind I of I want movie. you to know I suck right now. I, I'm
0: hearing all this and I'm thinking as far as shepherding, as far as pastoral care and shepherding, I suck. I, I'm just saying, I'm sorry. You're talking about this. I'm thinking through in my head situations and, and issues and problems that are going on, not just like in my life and in other sure. people's lives and in the life of our church. And you're talking about. You know, humility, lovingly, sacrificially. Uh, what, what was that last one you just said? I, don't, I was making it up. I don't know. No, uh, not
1: engaging, sympathizing. Right. Now Jesus sympathizes with us in our weaknesses. And we, f- I fail. No, we all do But this is why we need the scripture. This is why we have to like actually meditate on it. That's what we're doing when we do this show. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, we're just doing what we normally do when we're talking around a table at the cigar shop. Yep. We're, we're doing what we do with, when we're just opening up the Bible and reading it, we're talking it out and being convicted of our failures as we, as we roll these truths over in our minds, even just with, we don't have commentaries and all that stuff right now. No. As we're rolling these things over and talking about them, we wind up being convicted about the corruption in our hearts. And then we see the help that Jesus is to Mm. us. I mean, here's the thing. When it says that Jesus sympathizes with us in our weaknesses and is able to help us because he became one of us in Hebrews, it means that even in our lack of humility, even in our harsh judgment, Jesus is able to come alongside, say, I understand the temptation. I do not excuse the sin. I died for the sin. I took away the sin. I had to pay for that sin. But I understand the temptation. I love you, and I'm going to help you learn to walk in righteousness and Mm. learn to judge rightly. And so there's this. There's this emphasis in, as, as I'm looking at these these passages that talk about judging well and judging rightly, and I think that it, it means that we have to assess properly, and so it's okay to say this is right and this is wrong, yeah. because there is an objective standard to which we appeal the revelation of God, which to, whom, uh, to which everyone is answerable, but we approach people as God has um, showed us, like we, we approach people the way God approached us with patience, with humility, with kindness, with gentleness, with firmness, and with just judgment. And he will hold us accountable for our sins unless we find um, pardon. And even if we do find pardon in this world, we oftentimes, uh, maybe most of the time, are still held accountable for many of those sins that we commit and have to pay for them Mm -hmm. in this life just because of the consequences of them. So then, like, how, though,
0: do we— judge well like i know we're talking about like humility and sacrificially and loving and sympathetically but now what about for individuals that maybe just don't see their sin may like you know what i mean i think it's easier when someone recognizes their sin and repents of that it's easier to kind of walk alongside them because it's like okay
1: we're on the same
0: we're on this journey together
1: yeah And that's been most of our experience here at Redeemer. When we have to confront people, or when they've confronted us, most of the time it's been, "Hey, so." But what about those individuals that may
0: put up a fight? Yeah. Like how? How though? Do you? What does judging look like there? Because the soft approach maybe isn't working. So I don't. I just don't know. I've never experienced that. I've never had that. So I'm trying to. And unfortunately, my experiences in the past. In past churches, oh, I know has, what
1: they taught you. Run them over with the church bus.
0: That's it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> that's you might what I well, that was taught. That yeah. was it, right? Um, just steamroll over them. I'm leadership. You do, you know, what I say, and you don't question it.
1: Um, yeah. Well, I think I, I think that the approach is always one of compassion and concern. Yes. I think that's always the approach, and then how they respond dictates the way in which we continue with them. We have to continue with them. Mm-hmm. And so I think we need to be patient. I think, I think the, the quickest thing that we do wrong is we lose our patience. We expect immediate reformation. Yes. And, and then we put the screws to them because they're not doing what we are doing. But the reality is, is we haven't allowed certain things to happen in our life that put us in a place where they are. Yes. So we could make a quicker turn with maybe a sin because we're not as far down the road as they are. So, uh, patience is important, but with those who are stiff-necked, as the Bible describes, those people who are impenitent, yeah. uh, things tend to get ratcheted up. Not in a punitive measure, but— What do you mean by punitive? Not there, not to punish them. Okay. So we're not, we're not saying like, oh, we're going to turn up the heat now so that we really punish them for what they're doing. But sometimes when you're talking to somebody and confronting them on their sin, you have to show them the stakes. You have to make sure that they understand like, listen, if, if you keep down this path, first of all, here's what's happening right now. You're hurting your spouse. You're hurting your kids. You're, you're destroying your chances for success here or for honoring the Lord here. And if you continue, continue down this path, here are the necessary consequences. Here's yeah. what's going to happen. And you don't even see them coming, but we can. So sometimes it's helping them to look down the road. Yeah. That's one way of turning it up. Um, in, terms of you know church discipline sometimes people are barred from the lord's supper or yeah. they have to step down from ministry positions um some people if they continue in repentance as a whole we'll do a whole episode on church discipline yeah um, i will say though about the
0: this one part um and maybe we'll save it for later but i, I want to share this part just because it came up last week okay in our uh in a discussion i had with people um one individual had been under church discipline mm-hmm. and you'll never know like people will never no. know because we don't talk
1: none about of the it. members who are listening at our church who are listening to this will know who this is it's exactly impossible. because
0: it had never got to that level it's private it's very private what and we we're discussing uh just some thoughts and and uh, so you were talking to the guy that was under church discipline yes okay and one of the things he said to me was i thank god for the church. I thank God for the elders. I thank God, um, that they came alongside me and spoke to me the way they did in a loving way and suggested the things that they suggested and walked alongside me and checked in with me every week.
1: Um, if it's the guy I'm thinking of, we had to say some hard things at one point. It is the guy you think. Yeah. And it really, some
0: hard things. We had to say some really hard things. And I, I know for, for this individual, that it was hard to mm-hmm. hear those things sure and to go through what he went through but he on the tailing is like i love this church yeah i love i love i love and i have abandoned that sin yeah and i'm clinging to christ and the things that the elders said would happen if i didn't the potential of losing my family mm mm-hmm.
1: My family is stronger now because of this. Right. And that was just judgment, wasn't it? It was a form of judgment yes. where we, we assessed, we evaluated, we stepped in, we corrected, That's we right. offered help. That's right. Let me, take the help, let me help you with this. Um, if you're not willing, so I mean, really what you're saying is if churches and Christians refuse to judge well, then they are refusing to help people who need it the most. Yeah. Yeah. And they're actually to the point now excuse me couldn't hold that one in could you hold
0: that one in they're to the point now goodness where they're walking alongside others yeah that's what you and want. encouraging them to abandon sin and cling to christ yeah. and to uh, there's credibility there that's it because they've, they've been, been there. there
1: they've been there oh All right, will my you stop i cannot this what, do, what you do you this is what you do jimmy will sneeze and no, he'll stop carry on with the sneezing and the coughing and you know why he does it for attention, he wants attention. Yeah. Want everybody pays that because you said it earlier today. To <laughs> <laughs> See, you got no new.
0: You got no, no new. No, got material. no new jokes. It's all you got old no material. New material. I know. It's like your two books. I know, and your three coming up.
1: Yep, all the same.
0: All the same thing. So, listen, guys, if you've already bought "Note to Self," this ain't funny. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, if you've already bought "Note to Sell," you've already got the other books. No, you don't. This is totally different. <laughs> These have different
1: titles, different titles, they have different covers. Different I mean, these covers. are totally
0: different. I mean, the page numbers and the page everything numbers lines different. up the same.
1: No, 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 because different font size. Oh, you did. Oh, font size. see what I did? <laughs> no, I mean I'm excited about these books. They're gonna, I think, yeah, um, okay, um, <laughs> they're gonna be right, great. They'll be helpful. Yeah, Fantastic, wonderful. Okay, whatever. They could be great, guys. I guess what we want to say here is <sighs> Christians need to be a lot less judgmental. Um, uh, I know I do. I need to be less judgmental towards people. And to be honest, when it comes to the big sins, I'm. Well, maybe that's not true. Like, What do you mean by big sins? Like, I feel like it's all, I, mean, I don't know. I, I believe that there are degrees of heinousness. Fair so, enough. There's different,
0: there's different so, consequences if you want to use so that. So
1: smoking cigarettes in the airplane bathroom uh, when you're on the airplane, it's a sin. How do you, oh, okay, what? How do you deal with that? How do I deal when with you're it?
0: on a long flight, because here's right. the thing, Joe can't go past twelve hours. Oh please! I, now you're lying. I go oh. a week without smoking. Oh
1: Joe, I on. do too. If sometimes I'm. How, a re- how about
0: this? What's the what time is the last cigar you have at night? Honestly, honestly. Well, I don't know. It Depends on the night. All right. Well,
1: let, let, let's just say your average night. Uh, Be- this is not. Nobody cares. No, about I want to hear
0: this. One in the morning.
1: No, if I'm staying up late, face it. listen. Here's all right, point. let's just give me. Just if give I'm me... staying up late and I'm working, okay. I'm smoking. Okay, fine. One in the morning. If I go to bed at one in the morning, I had a sm- I probably, I probably put the cigar down around twelve fifty eight. Okay, now if you did not have a night that you were working, what time would you usually be done that then?
0: What? 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 I probably
1: life? wouldn't smoke even after dinner if I didn't have to work. Okay, all right. So let's just say that six o'clock. Fair enough. No, because I would be done by five because I'm home by five thirty. All right. So five. Wait.
0: All right. Five. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm five. Five.
1: What time? What's your first smoke at? Oh, I don't no. know. It depends on the day. Um, depends on the temperature outside. Okay. <laughs> Come so, on now. But I would say oh, at nine o'clock. Ear- say nine o'clock. No.
0: Yeah. Earliest is eight because nope. that's what time Lavita opens. They open at eight thirty. All right. Fine. Eight
1: thirty. Earliest <laughs> is eight thirty. I know when they open.
0: But now, hold on though. I've seen photos. You also like to have one at six or six thirty when you do your personal devotions.
1: Yeah, you know, if it's nice out, you know, I might might light it up. So nobody cares I feel about like, this. No, I feel like my time. So I'm I feel like to, you're judging. You're, that's what you're doing. All of this, oh, Okay, this was an example. Jimmy doesn't mean any of this. He's no, just, I do mean just, all this. He's just showing. I'm the just judging. saying.
0: How do you do with an airport or what do you do in the airplane when you have a long flight?
1: Okay, well, first of all, on the internet, they sell this smoke filter. No, and don't, you so do not I go. I go into the bathroom on no, the airplane. This, this no, that's true. Don't, don't ever I'm do this. am ta- not. I'm not. I'm not. Don't do this. Don't. What do they tell you? They say don't tamper with, but no, I don't, just don't tamper do it. with, destroy it. I don't do that. I got my own air filter, so I go in there with this special air filter that I bought on the Sky Mall. It's ironic; they sell it in the Sky Mall magazine on the plane. So I go into the bathroom and I smoke that, and I smoke a. See, none of you can see the I, on I his smoke. I smoke a robusto. You, it's, a, it's a little small right cigar, <laughs> like four inches long, and I smoke it, and I blow the smoke into the little air filter thingy. Nobody knows. You know, when I was a kid uh, living
0: at home to smoke cigarettes, I would take a. uh and was it
1: toilet paper roll? Yeah. Like the empty thing? You know what I'm talking about? Well, we weren't smoking cigarettes with it. What are you doing? You know what? Well, okay. I, what I was smoking. Wait, wait. I, literally, you don't mean cigarettes. So I would put You are smoking like, marijuana back in the I, day. That's what you are talking about. I would about. tell, the, the, truth.
0: Truth. I would tell the truth. I would take Tell the truth. I would take. Tell the truth. I was smoking items. What color was what that just weed? Just stop it. Just stop it. Move okay. on. Okay. And you would take like laundry detergent sheets. Uh-huh. Put it over the thing. And put it the thing. Put it thing. I know.
1: Yes. Yeah. See? yeah. I listen. We we know we were the same person <laughs> back then, just ten years separated. So here's
0: my question, though: Do you think that would work today with cigars in our office?
1: Yeah, we're not allowed to smoke in the church office.
0: No, I'm talking about my home office. What the heck's wrong with you? We, I'm not talking about the church office. I'm talking about my home. Oh, would my wife realize
1: it? I mean, is that your office or her office?
0: It's my office. Well, then you
1: smoke in there. All right, you tell. All right, you smoke yeah. at your house? If I had an office, yeah. You would not. Jen would not allow you. I had my own manland. i it. All right. You listen. I had an office downstairs, books, everything, <laughs> and I smoked cigars in there all the time. Uh, yeah, absolutely. If I had my own room, I would. But I don't have my own room because I got ten people living in my house. All right. How do we get on this? All right. Can we listen? Let's do mailbag. Assume. Hold on. No, no. Are we done? I don't know. You I don't know. People do stop listening. Well? They they're not listening now. Leave they listening. you started going off track. You let them down a rabbit trail. They're like, I'm not following that guy, and they turned it off. And now they're listening to happy rant. Thanks a lot, Jimmy.
0: (laughs) And I'm really sorry, people.
1: (laughs) They can't hear you. They can't. They're listening to Barnabas. They're listening to Pipes. Pipes? Big T. What up, Big T? Come on. All right. For real. Judging We we need to stop. We need to stop the hypocritical judgment. We need to be more compassionate. But we need to have the courage to to, to address real sin and real problems, especially, particularly I I think that's really important. Those within the church.
0: I think that's really important, having the courage to actually address, because I you know, we talk about the sin, the sin of our heart, in being overly critical. Right. But I think there's also a sin for being overly passive. Oh, totally. I don't want
1: to deal with that stuff. I
0: think it's i think it's just as unloving. Oh, it is. Because it's just saying, that's your issue. It's not mine. And I don't care. And, and I think, secondly, you don't really care for the glory
1: of God. You don't. You, you are, once again, putting yourself first. Because you don't want to address it because it would make you uncomfortable. Bam. Like, it, its its it's self-centeredness. It's the same thing. Uh, it's just, it's just from a different perspective. So I, I think we need to, we need to be careful here, yeah. but we need to love the people that God has put around us enough to actually say hard things. And you know what? There's just really not a week or, so, or two that goes by when we don't have to say hard things or hear hard things. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. It, 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 sometimes it's painful and it hurts, but it bears the fruit of righteousness in the end. All right. So we've gone a long time because those rabbit trails, we got time for mailbag.
0: Yeah, we got time for mailbag. Hold on. Oh man.
1: This one. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you know what, though? What's even funny? Here's the part. I'm, gonna, I'm calling God's sovereignty and providence on this one.
1: Okay. Well, you can always do that because he's always oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, fair sovereign enough. and he's always exercising. We were supposed to record this providence episode over the, last week. Yeah. And we didn't have time. Well, you wanted to do this one and I said, no, we're doing forgiveness. No, we were going to do both. I know, but you, you said we should do this one first. No, I wanted to do forgiveness first. No, you said judgment. Look it up. Oh, you're right. I wanted to do no, judgment. I know, I know.
0: You're right. I wanted to do judgment first because I felt like judgment, then forgiveness because that's right. the way we operate. Well, that's what you but anyways, operate. Oh, that's the way you operate. So we were supposed to do this last week and we put it off till this week. And then we receive an email right. yesterday. Yep. That's and a good email. <clears throat> good email. Here's the email. And you know what? I want to be very clear on this. Uh, I feel like the individual their heart is in the right place
1: 100% uh,
0: i not, feel like i feel like there's nothing critical
1: i don't feel like this is would would you say this is negative judgment I, I, no 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 i i listen this comes up from time to time it comes yes. up a lot more now because because of the podcast and we have a lot of people yes. that are listening who don't know us and don't know who we are and how we roll and what our thoughts are. So what she is asking is, is, well, is I'll a, read it, but it's a legitimate question. It, I think so. And that, I think they have a legitimate heart behind it. And so we want to give an honest answer and yes. show respect. That's it. Here we go. So we're not beating up or making fun. Yeah. I'm not going to read the name.
0: Okay. Subject.
1: Dolly, what's the difference? Wait, what's her name? No, stop oh, it. sorry.
0: What's the difference? That's the subject. <clears throat> Hi. Started listening to your podcast and heard a few things, that I'm shocked to hear what you said. I don't know which, uh, which one of you said it, but you said you would curse at times when evangelizing and that you love to drink, smoke, and love tattoos. So sounds like you have your theology on the Reformers right, but where is the walking in holiness and righteousness part? Mm-hmm. And they cite, they put 2 Corinthians 5.17. Do you know it? For your new creation.
1: All right. right. right.
0: Also, I think on another podcast, I think it was Mr. Thorne said, holy bleep, which which, I'm going to stop right there. Trust me. Pastor Joe never said that. (laughs) He would never say that. He would never say that. Nope. Uh, Never. I've never said it. I've never. I don't think I've ever said that. I've never once heard you say that. And I've heard Joe say a lot of things. Yeah. Not that.
1: But not that. Um. Unless I literally said holy beep. That's holy, possible. holy beep? Holy <laughs> beep. I don't know, but I don't think I did. I
0: don't think you did, but no, maybe. No, of course not. <clears throat> uh, and so continuing on, I can't put the Holy Spirit in vain like you did. I know some people get brainwashed by movies. Even in kid movies, they are using holy and putting a word after that. My question is, what is the difference between you and the world? Not being rude, I just want to understand how come some Calvinists are walking in holiness and with the fear of the Lord in them and others are not. Thank you, and I appreciate your feedback. P.S., may the Lord be glorified. Amen. Again, I want to make very clear that Joe and I, neither Joe and I think this person is being overly critical. We not weren't offended at all. At all. No. Not offended. Um, I feel like their heart is in the right place. Yeah. I feel like they're asking a genuine question. I feel like she is, this individual, is sincerely seeking yeah. The glory of the Lord in all things. Yeah.
1: And she said some hard things, but they were never rude. Never I rude. Never, I never felt like. wholly in love. Where did she get off or anything like that? So um, I can't say your name. I wish I could because mm-hmm. I'd like to address you uh, personally. So I am just going to call you D. Uh, that's not the beginning of any of her first or last name. So. Uh, oh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I, I got it. You got it. All right. Are you <laughs> impressed with me? I'm impressed that you got the reference. All right. Look at me. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> that was good. Are you right. impressed that I got that? I am impressed. All right. So listen, D. Um thank you for listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. We are a couple of uh nobodies who are happy to talk and to share what we are thinking and learning and doing and we are we feel honored that you would listen. Um I know that you don't know us very well and uh so I want to clear a couple of things up and then address a couple of things uh that you've said and answer a couple of questions. Number 1. Uh you said you said that, when, that you would curse sometimes when evangelizing. Uh, that's not what I said. What I said was that in the past, as a new believer, I was cursing a lot when I would evangelize. I was a brand-new Christian. I wasn't raised in a Christian home. I never went to church once in my life until I was 17 when I heard the gospel. I was converted when I was 18. And so I would tell people about Jesus, and I would drop the F-bomb, about they're going to F in hell and all of that. So uh, what are you looking for, man? No,
0: you're good. Keep going. All right.
1: No, I'm good so um so i would I, I definitely don't curse when i evangelize and i don't think you're ever going to hear me curse in in any context so that's that's not what i was saying i was saying that that was true of me in in the past um uh that we mentioned that we love to drink smoke and we love tattoos this much is absolutely true yeah um i enjoy cigars uh jimmy enjoys cigars pastor pat enjoys the pipe um at the the pipe that sounds bad. He enjoys smoking a yeah. tobacco pipe. Yeah, not the crack pipe. No. <laughs> he stays off the pipe. Um, and yes, uh, I have a fair amount of tattoos on my arms and chest. So, um, and as does Jimmy. As now, does Pat. As does Pat. So, and Pat just got a brand new one on. Uh, oh, I beat him in terms of who's is the newest because I got one after him. But he just got one of the, the Cubs uh, World Series championship. Yep. So, um, D. What I would like you to do is to listen—I think it's episode four, but if you go back in our archives and look up—they're all there for free—and look up an episode called All the Bad Things. And that's where Jimmy and I talk about some of these issues and how we think about them uh, biblically. Uh, We definitely are not interested in following the world and doing what the world says, uh, but our convictions regarding drink, smoke, and tattoos are indeed biblical. Of course, it's possible that we're wrong, but we don't think that we are, and I hope that you will listen to that to try to understand where we are coming from. Um, I definitely never said holy S or holy whatever that word would have been on any other podcast, but I may have said holy cow. Uh, that's definitely mm. possible. I say holy cow, and I say good grief a lot. Um, and I'm not concerned that the uh, the adjective holy is um, is inappropriately used in that sense. Um, that but There we would just have to uh, disagree. Um, So what is the difference between us and the world? Um, I think that uh, the difference between Jimmy and I and the world is, number one, that we have been forgiven of our sins and declared to be righteous by God's grace alone through faith in Christ alone. That is one huge difference. But, of course, that difference of justification— is connected to the prior work of regeneration where god has made us new he's given us a heart that beats with love for him so that we love him and his things and we hate sin and we hate the the corruption in the world we hate the corruption in ourselves though we still struggle with it so i think that is a a a big difference i think our goals and our aims are different are different from the world Uh, we want to see god glorified we want to see man saved we want to see righteousness reign. We want to see justice uh, across the world, and we want to see evil vanquished. We want to see the devil beaten down and, and, and destroyed and cast into the lake of fire. I think there are a lot of differences between us, but there are also a lot of similarities between us in the world. Mm-hmm. We speak the same language in our culture and country. We dress very much the same in t-shirts and jeans or suits and ties. Um, We enjoy some of the same movies, not all. We enjoy some of the same TV shows. We eat at the same restaurants. Uh, There are a lot of similarities between us and the world, Uh, but nowhere fundamentally where it is opposed to Mm -hmm. the Lord Jesus Christ, I would say. Yeah. So,
0: um, except for uh, supporting Trump. You did
1: support Trump. You the, supported I Trump. I did not support. You
0: supported Trump. No, I didn't. Your support for Trump showed your disbelief in the gospel. How did I ever support Trump? You supported Trump. No, I didn't.
1: By signing me up. Okay, I, didn't I, I didn't vote for him. I didn't sign up for him. Well, I'm just saying. Your email. I'm just saying if you love you Trump. You signed up. You voted for Trump on I just email. don't know. I feel comfortable worshiping here. Well, I'm not getting into that. So uh, anyways, D, thank you for emailing. I hope that you'll give our podcast a chance, even when we disagree. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's we have a lot of people that disagree with us and listen to the podcast. And that's what makes it fun, that we can learn from each other. And uh, goodness, um, I'm glad that you took the time to email us. So I hope that answers some of your questions.
0: Big thanks to Justin Bond of J. Bond Media, the audio and visual wizard of Doctor and Devotion. Has, have these people ever wondered why they sound bad on their podcasts? Have they, have they ever <coughs> listened to themselves? Uh, I have gotten a few messages from people, other podcasts yeah. asking, or other potential podcasts as well. Yep. Can you give us uh, J. Bond's number? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I said, here yeah. you go. Yeah. Because yeah. you uh, all sound whack. And he makes us sound amazing. That's right. And so uh, if you've got any needs, go ahead and hit up J Bond at jbondmedia.com. You can also uh, leave us a honest five-star review at iTunes or any other podcast platform that you're using. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Doc Doc and Devo and Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head out over to the website, com. click on the Contact Us page, and you can leave us us a a comment comment with your ideas, suggestions, or critiques uh also if this is edifying tell a friend tell a friend let everybody else know what's going on dude i'm the one that's congested <laughs> and you're making me do this what i'm not making you You just took it over i, was I took it over because you would have kept ranting
1: no i was done you would have angry rant i was i was done AngryRant.com. oh my gosh we should get that <laughs> <laughs> we should get that all right tell fresh, a friend fresh pod every monday every thursday and listen christmas time you're getting gifts yes you know that your spouse you know (laughs) listen what are you gonna give them amazon gift card what's wrong with you unless you're gonna do that for me get me that's that's fine but not for your spouse not for your girlfriend not not for your like listen don't be a loser and just give them a gift card get them something they really want surprise them you know what they want they want historic reformed literature get banner of truth
0: banner truth.com michelle uh for christmas this year it's not supposed to be
1: a self-serving podcast no today. it's self-serving no 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 michelle for christmas michelle, I listen, want. just talk to me i'll tell you what you should
0: get uh, yeah you know what she
1: does that i'm gonna get life. you the i'm gonna get him like the ezekiel diet or something from rick warren what the heck <laughs> it's not the ezekiel
0: diet he does the daniel diet <laughs> i don't
1: know what it is i don't
0: read that nonsense <laughs> not that i read it i see it online uh-huh. No, for real michelle i'll take banner truth gift
1: cards all right guys uh Thanks for listening. You know what?
0: How many years in a row has it been that Michelle has contacted you and asked what to get me for Christmas?
1: Uh, because she knows that I know you better. I know that's better, what I'm saying. better than she knows you. Mm-hmm.
0: You know she cause she knows
1: you're gonna know what books I want. I know you better than she knows you. That's what she, no, that's what no, she's no, admitting. No. That is not what. Oh, wife, she's saying, listen, I don't know what to get my husband because I don't know his heart like you do. No, that is what tell not me what's what in my said. husband's heart. That is that way not I what can said. give him. My what he wife really knows wants. me a lot better than you do. It eh, doesn't seem like it. Not at Christmas time.
0: No, I'm a hard guy. I'm a hard guy to shop for. Here's the, you know what? Not for me. I know what to get. You. I mean, I don't get you anything. Yeah, I don't know, if you know I what's you, gonna get you something. I would know what to get. Actually, I get I get this complaint a lot. I have everything I want. And Not I, true. Yeah, anything nope. I really okay on the John Owen thing. But, I'm gonna but get I know that. lots of
1: things you do. You, you would want. You don't what? have. What? Tell I know you one. better than anybody else. Tell me another one. Flavor.
0: Yeah, I want that machine. I know. That's what Keep I'm going, you going, What I
1: else? Got... You would like another. Um, high quality fountain pen. That's pretty good. He knows. Yeah, me. no, I am telling you. I know, man. You are my fofo. He knows me. All right, he knows me. So, anyways, fresh pod Monday and every Thursday every Monday, every Thursday, check it out. Tell a friend. Thanks for listening.
0: Bias pod, bias uh, gift cards. Thanks, Joe Thorne podcast. Yeah, well, this is the is fofo podcast. No, wait, no, no, fofo podcast. That's what I will call it. No, no, no. If you're buying later,
1: if you're buying listen, if, you if later you're later by, you, nah, it's already you, off. No, no, it's, it's off. Not I turned you it off. lied. I shot. Tur- no, you didn't. I turned it off. No, you didn't. You're it pretending off. to push the button <laughs> I can see. Listen, it's turned off. If you want to get a Christmas gift to doctrine off. and devotion. Oh wait, this is for both of us. Send a gift card to Joe Thorne at No! Later. And send it to Jimmy Bye.